Friends, welcome to the Slaking Thirst podcast, where you'll find the homilies, talks, and reflections of Father Ryan Mann and Father Patrick Schultz of the Diocese of Cleveland. Slaking Thirst is all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, which is also a divine heart, seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts will meet and both thirsts will be slaked. Thanks for joining us on the journey into Christ's desire for us. So the feast that we're celebrating today, this memorial of Mary, the mother of the church, uh, it was created by Pope Francis back in 2018, um, that the first Monday after Pentecost Sunday would be celebrated, kind of recognizing the Blessed Mother in this way under this title. So I want to kind of dive into this title a little bit and kind of mine the theological riches that are there for us a little bit this morning. So in what sense can we say that Mary is the mother of the church? Because doesn't that sound a bit like... It, it can seem like it's drifting a bit theologically, right? The church is not, right, it, it's not an organization of like-minded people who are really big fans of that first century Jewish rabbi named Yeshua of Nazareth, right? The church is a living organism. It's a mystical body, as Pope Pius XII said. It's the mystical body of Jesus, the mystical body. It's a mystical body. It's a living organism, I remember, I remember hearing that, uh, that phrase, the church is a living organism, mystical body. I'm like, what, what does that mean? Like, are we like this sort of glob of spiritual cytoplasm? Like, what, like, what does that mean to say that we're this mystical body? Um, Mystici Corporis, which is it's an awesome encyclical written by Pius XII on the mystical body of Christ, just talks about how after the ascension, Christ's body exists in... It's glorified in heaven, it's eucharistically present to us on earth, and it's collectively, organically present, uh, corporately present in the faithful because of the sacraments. Christ is the head, we are the body, and, the, and like insofar as Mary is the mother of Christ's humanity, Mary is the mother of Christ's mystical humanity. Both, we can say she's the mother of the Eucharist, and she's the mother of us, the church, Right? his mystical body. I was praying about this image of like Mary as the mother of the church and uh, I, was, I was reminded of, um, you know, growing up, there's always that motherly figure in the neighborhood who uh, like, you know, your friends, you play together and there's always like that one kind of matriarchal motherly figure who um, kind of end up at that friend's house and she's always like making sandwiches for people. She's like, while she's not, you know, mother of all of us friends, she, we would all have said she's like a mother to us. That's not what we mean by, like, saying that Mary is the mother of the church. We're not looking at her saying, yeah, she's like a mom to me. No, no, it's so much more real. It's so much more deep. At our baptism, we enter into, hold, your, hold on your hats, we enter into the mystical amniotic fluid, if you will, of Mary's womb. That's what the baptismal font is. The church has always referred to the font as the mystical womb of the church. You go to... St. John Lateran in, um, in Rome, which is the mother basilica, the mother church of all churches, in the baptistry of St. John Lateran, there's this Latin script that's around the baptistry that speaks about how from this virginal womb, Holy Mother Church gives birth to innumerable sons and daughters through the conception of the Holy Spirit. Like the church does not back away or shy away from this imagery that the font, every soul that gets baptized, every baby that gets baptized, every adult that gets baptized, enters into the mystical womb of Mary. 
she is the personal face of the church. And like that's where we're conceived. That's where we are conceived as Christians. Just as Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, was conceived in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And again, while this language might seem strong, it, like, it really shouldn't startle us. Maybe because, like, as Christians, we're not super familiar with, um, I mean, we're not super familiar with the mystical traditions of ancient Judaism. Anybody experts in that here? Okay, no, that's okay. But when you read the ancient Jewish authors, when you read the ancient Jewish rabbis, the way that they understand, um, especially the temple, the temple was built with woman's body in mind, with the, out, with the rings of the courts and with the inner, inner sanctum, the Holy of Holies, that was veiled. Only the high priest could enter the Holy of Holies. Mary's womb is the Holy of Holies, right? The Holy of Holies, the center of the temple, is where God, like, came to dwell among men, right? That's, that was the significance of the temple, and the Holy of Holies was the center point where God dwelt with man. Mary's womb is the Holy of Holies, is it any wonder then that like our Catholic churches, especially the you know, more traditional Gothic churches, think of you know, Europe, think of Chartres, think of Notre Dame before it got burned down, oh my gosh. Think of those churches, they were, they were designed architecturally uh, to mirror Mary's body, where the baptismal font is, the way that light came in through stained glass windows to touch the waters of the font. All of it was designed with this mystical imagination in mind. That the church is not just a building where we happen to worship. The church is embodying Mary, who is the mother of the church. So as our mother, as our mother, I just want to invite us to turn to her today with all of our hearts. Like she who was and is the spouse of the Holy Spirit, the perfect human yes to God's proposal. Let's turn to her uh, and ask for her intercession as she wants to mother us today, to have a deeper encounter with her son, to do whatever he tells us. Let's pray together a memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen.